This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Codependent Podcast. And I'm Shelly. And Shelly's here with us. What a treat. Yes, she gets to be on our episode because we are going to release this right before Mother, or right after, after Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. So we thought it'd be fun to sit down with our own mom, answer some questions. I feel like we always get so many Shelly questions. Yes. Like my on our fans want to know. The fans, give the fans what they want. We finally. always show our mom on our, I mean, of course, on our stories and stuff because I feel like we're always with our mom, especially like we just went to the DR with her. So let's get to know Shelly today. Yes. We put up a question box um, asking all sorts of questions. What you want to know. first one, because we didn't write this one down. Oh, oh no. But <laughs> we, we usually, we like, we read her the questions beforehand, but this one I was just thinking, because we keep calling you Shelly. What do you think about oh that? Gosh, well, it's better than Sheldon. <laughs> we used to call her Sheldon. Sometimes it slips out. <laughs> I mean, I don't love it, but... When did this start? I feel like when you were sassy teenagers. That's probably yeah. right. Shelly. And you Shelly. have not grown out of that phase. I'm still waiting. I know. People always ask, like, my mom thinks it's so disrespectful. Like, why does your mom let you call her that? I'm like, that's the point. It's funny. Because yeah. it is. But it's, we've always called you that. Okay, so. Let's... You see me as one of the girls. That's exactly. gotta be it. <laughs> the five sisters. The five sisters. Should we just get started with questions? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's jump, jump into it. Right into you it. You guys aren't going to talk about yourselves first? You always talk about yourselves. I know, we kind of do, but we no. did. We kind of did a recap already. I guess these two episodes are being recorded pretty close together. They are. Because Jamie is leaving for Maui tomorrow. I am. And so we kind of had to record this one a little bit more in advance than we normally do. Yeah. So. What about your day-to-day? How was that? Oh my, you guys. Oh my gosh, my mom is cringing right now. I had the worst day. <laughs> I actually had the best. You day. literally had the best morning ever. I until was feeling myself. I like had the best oh morning. Gosh. We went like my kids slept in. We went to Dutch so Bros. me for the gym. I today's not our normal gym day. We go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it's Thursday. But Jamie is leaving, so she had to do her makeup class, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Both my kids slept in. We did Dutch Bros. We went to Target. Me and Payson were just playing at the at the table this morning, and I was like, she's being really cute. We should go live, like. She was being really cute and funny and talkative. And so I was like, let's just hop on live really quick. So me and my little three-year-old are sitting at the table on a live and just answering fun questions like, what's your favorite color? Do you love preschool? And I see somebody comment like from Jamie's profile and they were like, like, hi, Payson. And I was like, oh my gosh, Payson, Mamie's here. Like say hi to Mamie. And then somebody replied in the comments and they're like, that's not Jamie's profile. They like made a... Fake one and added an extra E. Yeah, it was like J A M E E E. 
dot fulsome. And so I was like, I, I didn't even notice because You're comments come fast. by so fast in lives. And so I didn't even see it or notice it. But I was like, that's weird. And then it, like they got off. So I was like, that, that was weird that they were on. And so then our friend Kansas messaged on the live and was like, my girls and I are watching. We love you guys. And like I was her like, actual account. No, no, it wasn't. Oh. It was oh. never her actual. I even DM'd her. I was like, were you on my live today? And she said no. So it was never Kansas. Okay. And so they must have known because I posted a picture of Kansas yesterday. Yep. So that's probably why they used Kansas. They knew you were close to her. They knew I would accept her onto a live. Yeah. And so they requested to join the live. And okay, also I want to just preface by saying this is like my third live. Like I don't do lives. I don't understand lives. I've like never, the only person I've ever accepted into a live was you. And then we do them together. So I only accepted you into a live one One single time. So anyways, there's like 200 people on my live and little Payson sitting next to me. And I accept this request from Kansas in air quotes and a naked man Pops into my life. Full butt naked. Like crotch. <laughs> on the camera. Hovering the camera. And I scream. And I exited. You literally scream. I literally was like, ah! And then I exited. And Payson like was dying laughing. <laughs> she had no idea. And I immediately just dialed Jamie. Because I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. It, well, because you thought I was on. I thought you were on. Because you did come on at some point. I came on. And then I was like, I'm going to get Rossi out of the car. I'll go back home when I'm inside this grocery. Or in t- yeah, inside so Target. Yeah, so she's like, answers the phone. I'm freaking. Well, you had your hand over your mouth. And I was like, wait, did something cool happen? Because sometimes you're like, oh, guess what? Yeah, no, it was not cool. And then you're like, a naked guy was on my live. I was like, what? It was, guys, it was mortifying. It was so bad. It was so embarrassing. But it did help me. I like... I was like on the phone with Jamie and she's like, what are people saying? I'm like, I can't even check my DMs. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so anxious that I'm going to get mean DMs right now. Like it was my fault for accepting this creeper onto my live. And so I finally go onto my DMs and everyone's DMing me. Everyone's DMing Jamie just saying like, well, people kept DMing me. Can you please check on your sister? Cause oh, I, I know. well, cause I got off and I like, they were like her live went sideways. Yeah. I went upside down and backwards. And so I finally got back on my stories and, I was like bawling because I'm embarrassed that Payson was next to me. If it was just me and you, maybe I would have laughed about it. Like, but okay, like, bye. it was my three year old, and I just felt horrible. And I know. So what did she say? So Payson just ran into her room and changed into a princess dress. She had no idea what was going on, and then she must have heard me talking to Jamie. So I talked to Jamie. Then I got on my stories. I'm like bawling. I call DJ. I'm talking to DJ about it. And then Payson comes onto the phone with DJ and goes, Daddy, there was a naked guy. But I don't think she actually knew. I think she just heard me talking to Jamie about it. Because when you asked her again later, she, she was has like, no idea. She was like, What? What are you talking about? I was like, about? What did you see on the video? I saw on the video. I'm like, What did you see? What, what did, did I, I see? see? <laughs> like, she just, she had, she had no idea. I was just so embarrassed. I know it's not my fault. And everyone's DMing me so nice being like. And people, yeah, people have. It happened before to like Daryl Ann. Who has like a million followers. She thought her sister was joining and it was a full butt naked guy. Yeah. There's so many creeps out there. So that was just horrible. I cried like all morning. And now I'm like, I can laugh about it. It's fine. But like in the moment I was just, I felt really bad and like it was my fault. Yeah. Like I felt bad. Like a 14 year old messaged me. I was like, I was on your live. Whoops. Well, that's a penis if you've never seen one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Literally sex that on my live. So I might not be going live for a minute. It's like I'm never doing I'm a live I'm never again. doing a live again. It was mortifying. I literally was tra- – I'm traumatized. It was so bad. And it was just so embarrassing. Like, so then DJ gets home and he was like, what happened? Like, what did they do? And all I remember, I showed DJ and then Payson, re- like, was copying me and it was hilarious. But – 
I was like, all I saw was the camera on, like, propped up on the it ground. It looked like it was like a bed at first. Yes, and he ran into the shot, like, and I saw his butt. <laughs> That's all I saw. I only saw his butt. You didn't see, oh, the, you didn't see the front? No, I exited before that, and so he was probably still on when I exited. Cause you, yeah, because I didn't see it, but <clears throat> when I went and refreshed my feed, it was like, Kenzie's still live, you know, because it takes it a minute. It takes a minute. So did you record it? You have you have to save it. I didn't save oh. it. I just discarded. But because she didn't like as soon as she exited, but it still shows like people that she was live for like thirty to forty five seconds before. Okay. And so when I clicked on it, you could see everything. So did you report the account? No, I got off quickly. I didn't know what the account was. Oh, because I thought it was Kansas. Okay. So then I like searched Kansas and of course it's just my friend. So I yeah. didn't get to even know who it was. I, I screamed and I exited because I didn't want him on my screen for a long time. But that girl that sent you a screenshot, you might be able to go look at the. I did. You can't see you it. Can't see no, it. some girl sent me a screenshot of his full frontal hovering the camera. I wish she had the presence of mind to screenshot I know, it. It I, must have been. Uh, I was. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was. I was so embarrassed. It was. It was so embarrassing, but everyone's been really nice about it. But I was really worried that people were going to like be mad, be mad at me that that I did that. But apparently it's happened to other people, so it's fine. But I was literally traumatized. I called Jamie. I'm like shaking and I'm bawling and I'm I'm like, it's fine. It's not your fault. Like, it's okay. It was so bad. And Jamie had a QA and a box up at that exact time and Jamie like my whole Q&A box was like check on your sister is Kenzie okay what just happened can you please text her like Jamie's like I'm just at Target I'm like what happened it was so bad but well you can laugh about it now yeah I mean there's nothing you can do I know but it was rough so that was my morning (laughs) yay let's uh get into questions shall we yes maybe this is a good one to start with how do you feel about me and Jamie being influencers I love it. I want to ride your coattails until the day I die. <laughs> I love that. Get some like products and some clothes. I actually just ordered my mom some clothes from. Oh, you did? Yeah, from oh, a thanks. shop that I was working with. My mom really likes. So awesome. That's always the fun. Like I always like bring things over. You brought stuff over for Kendall last I night. Did. Yeah. So that's it's, a fun. No, I'm so get... proud of you guys. I mean, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yay! And I want to be like you when I grow up. When I... <laughs> no, it's. I feel like. Some parents aren't as supportive, so it's nice to have, like... Or, like, involved. Or, like, care. Like, like I feel like everybody knows who you are because you're just always there and you're always on our stories and, like... You want to be, I feel like, like that's our family in general, though. Yeah. So... I mean, like, Dad has no idea what's going on. No, he doesn't. But <laughs> I see... Dad won't watch our stories. I just don't think he knows, like, what's, what's happening. What's happening. I know. I, we used to work at his clinic. He owns a physical therapy clinic. And, like, I'd be sitting at the front desk and he'd be trying to explain to people what I do she like is on Instagram and they're like yeah everyone's on Instagram like she gets paid to be on Instagram like he has no idea well the only social media dad uses is Strava which is like a which running is like like exercise, running, yeah. exercise yeah he has an Instagram but he's never posted anything he does watch your stories and sometimes stuff, and he'll say did you see whatever I think he's listened to like one of our podcast episodes uh, I think he's, listened, I think to he's listened to a couple that's yeah. cute he said it to me before he's kind of gotten into podcasts oh I love that yeah. I don't know if he wants to listen to like our mom <laughs> guilt podcast but no, or our births no. he's like not no, really my you. scene no. <laughs> no I feel like our family is very very supportive of what we do and they totally. I feel like they have been from like day one yeah especially you I feel like more than anybody you all mom has helped me film ads 
so many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, oh, well, you always have such good ideas and captions. I am the caption queen. <laughs> Thank you. Feel is. free to DM me if you need a caption. Send <laughs> her your photo and say, what should I what caption should I say? But you, I can't tell you how many times I folded up my white sheet when Payson was a baby. That's you would true. come over all the time. You have good lighting. Put the sheet out and lay little Pacey on it, take pictures, and then you would leave it crumpled up somewhere. That sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, or on my bed. Right there, right you, by yeah, your window because it's not direct, but it's bright, yeah. natural light. Yeah. So yeah, I did come photograph here. Or I would... When or I in lived, my room, you use like, my bed a lot. When That's I true. lived in my old house, I would use your kitchen because yeah. my kitchen got horrible lighting. My kitchen is so cute. Yeah, and it it's is. adorable. I, and your bathroom. Oh, well, your wallpaper yeah, too. I love. I shot everywhere yeah. in my mom's house. So very, and like when DJ and people and, will ask, they're like, "Wait, did you get a new like this?" And she's no, like, "No, it's, it's my, my mom's." It's my mom's. <laughs> I'd come use her bathtub too all the time. Oh my true. gosh, yes. <laughs> all right, what else we got, Jamie? Well, since we're talking about dad, let's go into like how did you and dad meet? Oh, that's a good one. I love. Tell that. us about how you met, your wedding day, all the things. Yes. So we met when he was um, eighteen and I was fifteen. But it was like a couple of weeks before my 16th birthday, so I told him I was 16. So we started our whole relationship off on a lie. Um, but we met at a church dance in Prescott. Because he's from, he's from Prescott, but yeah. you are from Mesa. I'm from Mesa, like a two hours apart. So you drove there for like a tournament. We, yeah, we had been up there for a softball tournament that my dad and my brother were playing in. Um, yeah so and then some guys came around during the day and they were like hey you should come to this church dance tonight um, was dad one of them or different no guys? it was different guys okay. yeah and we were and of course we were like boy crazy girls ah, okay we'll be there um anyway so dad actually came up and asked me to dance and while we were dancing he was like will you save the last dance for me? Which I thought was, yeah, pretty smooth and kind of romantic. (laughs) So whatever. So we danced a couple of times and then he asked if he could drive me back to the hotel where we were staying, which I was super nervous about because I wasn't 16 yet and I couldn't date until I was 16. Um, I don't know, but I was just feeling like crazy that night. (laughs) But my sister was there. Which sister? Stephanie. Okay. Okay. So they were heading back, a bunch of them were heading back to the hotel. So I knew like we'd be going at the same same place. Right. So I went with him, but he had a black Camaro. It was like a 1970 something. Do you guys know this though? Do you know what his His license license plate? plate. What did it say? Home run. You're like, mom, (laughs) what a douche. (laughs) Well, so he played baseball, obviously. His mom got that for him for a Christmas present. (gasps) Does she know? I'm sure she had no idea. She had no idea. That is hilarious. (laughs) So it's just kind of crazy how it worked out. Um, So this was in like August and I came back to Mesa. Did he like kiss you? No. 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 One of my friends at school, Corrine, she had been in Prescott living with her dad and knew Shane and his sister was friends with Tiffany. And I like we were, I don't know, we were hanging out and and, um, she's like, you should call him and talk to him. I have Tiffany's number. So we like talked on the phone. I think maybe I sent him a letter. I don't remember. But it, it was the following summer we were going back to Prescott. So I sent him a letter. By Which carrier is, pigeon? Uh, spoke signals. <laughs> so what a letter is, is when you write something on a paper yeah, and put it stale. in an envelope. Yeah. Anyway. And he wrote me back 
Um, and he was on a mission for our church in Washington, D.C. Oh, so he was already gone at this He was point. gone. Okay. Yeah. So I went up. I probably danced with different boys. I, I like, I, yeah, I had a lot of boys. She I, got around. I like to like just mother, like mother, like daughter. She liked the home runs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we just, we wrote while he was on his mission and it was actually really cool. We ended up just really getting to know each other well, because there was no like physical, you know, component totally. of it. We would send pictures to each other. I mean, I knew he was still cute. <laughs> like, I hope and of still- course he thought I was hot. Oh, so, like, yeah. uh, duh. And, um. Yeah, so we just kind of developed these feelings for each other, and it sounds so crazy to say it, but I mean, I I pretty much knew we were going to get married. You went and visited him, didn't you? No, Jamie, I would never. She would she never. Admit that. You were already going. I was going with my friend, yes. and we happened to run into each other Which at if a you- prearranged location <laughs> <laughs> at a certain Which time. Which, if you don't know and you're not Mormon, like. When someone's on their mission, you don't go like see them or talk to them. Yeah. Even back, so, yeah, back then you didn't even, it was even talk to shopping. your family. Yeah, 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 your family couldn't come visit you. But um, we like met at the Capitol, the U.S. Capitol, and just kind of walked around for, I mean, like thirty minutes, yeah. maybe. They don't have much. But we, I mean, we didn't touch. We didn't, you know. Yeah, you just sat like talk. My friend was with me. His companion was with you him. You didn't give him a single hug. No. No. Wow. I know. But did you think he was cute? Still, I, th- I still thought he was cute. Did you shake his hand? I mean, I, I don't remember. I think a picture of you guys shaking hands. No. I, just, I think they're just standing next okay. to each other. Yeah. Um, anyway, then he came home from his mission. We, he came down to see me on a Monday. And then we met halfway between Prescott and Phoenix on Wednesday. And then I went up to Prescott for the 4th of July, which is a huge holiday in yeah, Prescott. We talked, we talked about, about that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we got engaged on Friday, Which, on our third date. Also, he hadn't even given his homecoming talk yet. Right. Oh, what right. did Tony and say? No, no ring. No ring. He didn't even have a job, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous. In fact, I was just talking to my friends about this. Like, we were so clueless, but we, it, we were just... Like, so in love. But had just you in met love. Grandma? I had. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I had gone up to Prescott with a bunch of friends and had gone by their house to say hi. Oh, that's nice. Did they, did he meet like grandma and grandpa? Yeah, he came down on Monday and he and I went on a picnic like for lunch. I made him like chicken Aww. and we went to Fountain Hills and had a picnic. That's so and cute. then we had dinner with my family. Which he was like, this is insanity. He was shook. So I have, <laughs> I have five brothers and sisters. They're all younger than me. And it was like, eat or be eaten like it was a free-for-all and dad's crazy. family's very like quiet yeah, they're soft three of them yeah. right so we had you know my parents had six kids in like eight years and they my mom made spaghetti I remember my brother and one of my sisters like throwing spaghetti on the ceiling to see if it was done <laughs> and it was like there was no passing of the food it was in the middle of the table and everybody just like goes. jumped in and just took what you wanted and what you could get and dad's gotten used to that because that's how our family is I know (laughs) grab it so yeah we got engaged on our third date and so you you sang at his homecoming so I did yeah yeah and then his best friend got up and outed you guys that's true he said that we were engaged but his his mother kind of wanted to keep quiet I think at the time she was hoping we actually wouldn't get married (gasps) um (laughs) So <laughs> that was awkward, but, um, yeah, we got married. That was, we got engaged like the first of July and we got married November 25th. My gosh. Wow. What would you have done if that was one of us? Well, 
this is something interesting. I don't know. You probably know this, but my mom told me after the fact, after we had been engaged, that she had a dream um, before he came home from his mission that we were going to get married. So when I oh. called to tell her that he asked me to marry him, she like was fine because she felt like that was just kind of like like her or that was like when she knew yeah but dad also didn't ask you to marry him well <laughs> roundaboutly so do you want me to tell her yeah so he we're sitting in his car at the top of Thumb Butte which is like a like a lookout a scenic lookout kind of in Prescott and um it's like the kissing spot yeah yeah <laughs> they hadn't kissed until they were engaged she always reminds us that. that's true <laughs> Um, what if he was a horrible kisser? I, yeah, I would have, yeah, I would have, I would have ghosted him. (laughs) Sorry, we're actually not engaged. Um, so he goes, he said, so if we were going to get married, when would be a good time? And I was like, no, no, (laughs) No. I'm like, are you, if you're trying to ask me something, then you need to come out and ask me. Like, you're not going to backdoor this. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) So he was like, well, yeah, I guess I am gonna. I'm asking you to marry me. <laughs> Were you like, "Where's my ring?" No, I mean it's so silly, but I I was just so in love with him. Oh, I love that, like, and yeah. I just knew we were gonna be together. And you so, were, yeah. did you guys go pick out a ring? Um, yeah, eventually after he got a job. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> like well, I'd like a ring at some point. Um, I mean, yeah, we were just clueless and in love, and it's. I mean, I think that. I always told you guys, like, you'll know when it's the one when you just don't care about anything. None of that yeah. matters. Right? And you just can't, you just want to be with them. When yeah. you're not with them, you want to be with them. When you're with them, you're thinking about the next time you can be with yeah. them, you know? Um, and yeah, it, when it's really the right one, yeah, you don't care about even the wedding. No. You know, I, yeah. I remember my mom and my sister calling me and being like, okay, do you want these flowers or these flowers? Or like, what do you want? And like, I didn't care. Yeah. You're just like, I just want to be married. Your wedding yeah. was so cute. It was, it was so, so cute. cute. It was yeah. so eighties. It was adorable. I love it. My favorite's like because it was raining. Yeah. Like yeah, the your cutest umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, I love by that. By the temple. It was so cute. So I love cute. That. Yeah. So So we just kind of grew up together though. I mean, we were completely. nineteen and twenty one when we got married. We didn't we thought we had life figured out, but we didn't know anything. Um, but it was it's fun. We just figured it out together. We grew up together. So how was raising all girls? And were you guys surprised to have all girls? I always wanted girls. I always saw myself with like three, four daughters. I just felt like that's what I was going to have. So I loved it. I loved like sewing dresses for you guys and like having you match. The big old bows. Big bows. Like I... Uh, I would sew you guys dresses like for any holiday, Valentine's Day, like St. Patrick's Day, oh, 4th of July. I wish we had them still. I know. It's just, I wish I knew how to sew that. Me good. too. Oh, I'm not a good sewer, but oh, you can that's sew. a lie. That's a lie. She's so good. You're so she good. literally made Navy's blessing dress out of my wedding dress. And Payson's. I know. It's so sweet. You guys should post pictures of those. And After yeah, this we episode. Sh- we we should. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, what did dad think about having all girls? You know, when I was pregnant with you, Mackenzie, we went in to have the ultrasound, and um, I, I kind of thought that you just odds wise that like you'd be a boy, be a boy. Yeah. right? Um, and we kind of suspected it would be our last kid. So when the ultrasound tech, you know, was 
doing her thing and she she said oh it's a you know do you want to know what it is yeah it's a girl and I just looked at dad and I was like I'm sorry he's like for what he's like I'm so excited and yeah he's I mean, the best girl dad he ever. really is he really he is. seriously is yeah he is because he's a he's a fashionista like he has the he best fashion it. he yeah. gets it and, and he's emotional and like and he's sensitive and supportive yeah. yeah he really is the best girl dad ever but he also like played with you guys like boys yeah and I love that I love that he like taught us sports and we all played everything we all did everything yeah I love that yeah so we still had like that part of it that was fun he got Kendall so well yeah I mean you we he did everything with you guys that he would have done with the son totally yeah he even named one of us after him so (laughs) yeah yeah okay so you had Kenzie you had your three girls and then I popped in. 14 years 14 later. 14 years later. <laughs> the funny thing is, I mean, I'm adopted. I don't know if you yeah. have mentioned that, but um, I I was adopted. Um, do you want me to kind of tell yeah, that yeah. story? Yeah, Compl- everybody bit. wanted had, to know that. Yes. So my mom, my adoptive mom, who's just my mom, um, she had had like a bunch, a couple of miscarriages, two or three miscarriages. And back then you know they just didn't have as much you know understanding of it as they do now but they just told her oh you'll probably never be able to have kids of your own um which was something they really wanted so they put into adopt and um I guess they were matched with a birth mom who was pregnant and gave birth to a little boy but the cord was wrapped around his neck so he was um he had brain damage and back then you know, 29 years ago, <laughs> JK, <laughs> it's over 50 years ago, they didn't let, um, you know, handicapped kids be adopted, I guess. Mm, so they, they didn't have him. And I, you know, I think that was really hard for them. So they kind of just put adoption on hold. And then out of the blue, one day, a friend of theirs, who is also an attorney and was also on the board of a hospital called and said, Hey, are you guys still looking to adopt? There's a little girl, a baby at the hospital. It was me. Plot twist. Plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was premature and I had been in the hospital for a few weeks. So he said, if you'll pay the bill, which was a lot of money, um, she's yours. So they had nothing and I was ready to be taken home. So they, um, you know, got a blanket and some diapers (laughs) and... And got me, and then um, the funny thing is, and this happens, I think, a lot, um, nine months and four days after I was born, they had my sister, Stephanie. After you were born or after they picked you up? After I was born. Oh, okay. So, um, wow. and I was in the hospital for, yeah, for a couple so of weeks. So, grandma was pregnant. She was probably pregnant, yeah. Oh, I know. so crazy. Isn't that crazy? And so then they had, they had five, five kids of their own children. So six of us total and like six of us within like eight years. So it so was, they just needed crazy. you. Yeah. yeah they and did. that was something I think that's so cool what they did, which at the, you know, that many years ago, I don't know if it was that common, but I always knew I was adopted. Yeah. It, it, wasn't it was just open. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they just would say things like, oh, you're just special. We had to get you a special way, but you're meant to be in our family. Oh, I love that. So it was never like a big deal. I remember my sister crying when we were little. I want to be adopted. (gasps) I want to be special. Oh, that's sweet. So I always thought we would adopt, but then we had our three girls in four and a half years, which was just like a lot. Oh, completely. And then we started businesses and moved. I, I it just never. It just the timing didn't yeah, like yeah, line yeah. up completely. So yeah. Um, so I love that you came into our family later and 
But you didn't just going back. You like didn't know your birth. No, mom I don't know anything all. about my birth parents. Yeah, yeah. I figure. Do you know would... how premature you are? Um, I I don't. I weren't you like five pounds when they picked you up? What, yeah, when Two I went home in the hospital, I was five pounds. Oh my which gosh. I know is so tiny. That's like Elliot was tiny. Yeah, and that's even tiny. Yeah, I, I want to say that. I I feel like I was like three weeks early, but I don't know why I think that. Oh, so. yeah. it was probably earlier than that because Pierce and Rossi were three weeks early. Yeah, that's know. true. Elliot was three and a half weeks, and she was five pounds. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We have big but, babies. Well, we went into labor, though. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Who knows? We're I don't know like the circumstances. Really. Completely. But I never, I've never felt like I needed to find my birth parents because Those are my parents. parents are my parents. My family is my family, and that's where I was supposed to be. Totally. I mean, I am curious, and I've, I've always thought, like, if I could do it, um, like, anonymously. Can you? Probably, but I, I still don't feel like I'm lacking anything, but yeah. I, I would like to just have like a questionnaire. There's things about me that I feel like must have come from like, my birth parents, yes. but I feel like I might be disappointed if I found out like my musical talent didn't come from my birth parents. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or like if you find out it's like, oh, they're deadbeats and it's like, mm-hmm. well, like, well, and that's the thing when I was kind of an adult, you know, that age where I might find them. I had people I knew that went and found their birth parents and it was just never, it was like disappointing. It was always disappointing. It was, it's, it was always just a difficult situation. When it's so hard. Cause then what if like they wanted a relationship with you at that point And then you're like trying to intermingle this like and into I, your normal life yeah. that you've always known. That would be. And I lot. feel like it really would have been hurtful to my mom. Yeah. That's what I you was going to say. Like yeah. she was your mom and she that's all mom. you ever knew. You yeah. didn't know different. Right. So I just, I felt, I've always felt like the possible pros like were outweighed by the possible cons, cons. to doing no, it. I totally yeah. get that. Like never say never, but right now you're just like, you're good. Yeah. I mean, my birth mother would ha- for sure is in her seventies. So the, you know, I know that the time horizon for that possibly happening is, you know, closing, um, but yeah, I just, I don't feel like I, I don't have a void. Yeah, yeah. You don't I get have a that. Void for that. So what totally. was your point of view when like that social worker called you about Jamie? Well, um, I mean, a couple of things. First of all, I feel like we had all kind of been praying for you to find like a good friend. Like you had a lot of friends, but I feel you like you're so social. Yeah. yeah. I have never, I didn't have like a best friend. And with Caitlin Kendall being in California at school, I felt, you know, you were really lacking. So I know we'd been like really hoping that you would kind of find, you know, like, yeah, my like best friend was Kendall's age. Like, yeah. So when she graduated, I like felt like I didn't have like that best friend that like, I felt like I needed to have at school. Yeah. And then Kendall was also my best friend. Exactly. So that sucked. So I just, we, I always kind of felt like, oh, a family's going to move in that has a daughter your age and that will be like the answer to our prayers and it'll be, yeah. you know, it'll be great. Um, so yeah, when the social worker called and was like, do you guys want to foster Jamie? I really just felt right. You, did you see red, like not red flags, but did you think something was going on before that happened? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you always spent the night and I, I would ask you like, do I need to call your mom? Tell your mom she can call me. And this was before we knew you were in foster care. The first couple of times, like it wasn't a a red flag at all, but then it was like eight days. Every week I was asking you, tell your mom I can talk to her. And then it was like, I need to talk to your mom. Like, (laughs) does your mom exist? She doesn't know where you are. Right. You know? 
Um, I just didn't want to be in a situation where. Well, of course. She did, you know, didn't know yeah. where you were and what you were doing or. Yeah. What if I was a runaway or something? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it, it had kind of come out over, Completely. you know, a little bit of time, but here's the thing. Like we tell people the story about how you came to be in our family and it's, it's so awesome. Oh, I yeah. love it. And people are always like, Oh, you guys are amazing. Honestly, it was the most self-serving <laughs> situation ever. I mean, you were wonderful. We were happy to have you. You were always so um, just sweet and helpful. And, you know, we knew you were happy to be there. Oh, yeah. But you occupied McKenzie, which was great. <laughs> I needed we, that. Dad and I would come home from work or whatever, and you'd come home from school, and you just wanted to sit there and talk all night and we were like you we were like Mackenzie we just we can't deal with this like you (laughs) need to (laughs) and you're on your last like kid raising you're like okay we're done (laughs) I know I just want to chat you guys what's wrong with that (laughs) so like now you had you know a built-in sister friend somebody to sit up all night and chat with and we could just kind of like check out well and I always (laughs) felt like Kat and Kendall had each other and they were like really similar in a lot of ways And I always just felt like I was like missing something. Like I was like, I don't know. I just, I felt left out a lot of the time. Cause I'm very different than both of them. You are, but you and Kendall were always really close. Close. Like, but the thing is me and Kendall were close when it was me and Kendall. But when Kat was in the mix, it was Kat and Kendall. Sure. Like if me and Kendall were home by ourselves, we were best friends. I mean, but Mackenzie, you're just a lot. I mean, I know. And I'm I'm also very. (laughs) On a scale from one to 10. (laughs) 7,075. No, I just, I feel like I have, I feel very different than Kendall and Caitlin when they're together because they always are like talking sports and they don't care about shopping. They thought cheerleading was stupid. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's it, like your biggest supporters, but also like. Oh, 100% my yeah. biggest supporters. Yes. But also. But how many dinners did you cry at because they. Because I was left out. <laughs> or they made fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> they would just make fun of you yeah. or say cheerleading so wasn't a sport. It was very nice when Jamie. <laughs> joined on it they like to like hit you where you're like you know kendall can push my buttons like nobody else she knows exactly what to say but also she knows exactly what to say when you need like exactly yes it's the worst and the best for sure (laughs) but yeah it was awesome when jamie joined in because it was exactly what we needed (laughs) and one thing i don't i don't think you really talked about this in your podcast about jamie's adoption but Mackenzie, it's incredible to me how you just opened your entire life to jamie I mean, Jamie came basically with the clothes on your back. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that. From foster care. I literally had my backpack. Your brown leather bag. It's funny that you remember that. I don't remember remember that. But I mean, it's so impressive to me that you, like you opened your family, your closet, your car, your bedroom, like everything to her. (laughs) And I don't think most, you know, teenage girls could do that. Like I don't, I wouldn't have. Completely. Done that. I mean, yeah. I had sisters and we fought over clothes and stuff all the time. So, I mean, I think it's remarkable how, yeah, you just opened your heart. Glad to I did. She has a big heart. I mean, it's has. my weakness. And that's, I mean, that's why we agreed to it because, you know, it was just what you wanted, what you. It made me a better person. I felt like, I felt like it made Well, me... I think you were already a great person. It just, it feels good to help somebody and serve somebody like I said I just felt like it was just what was missing in my life and I think I felt that like which is so weird at like such a young age I just felt that yeah I don't know I just felt like something was missing and it was 
it never was hard at all for me. I, it was, I mean, we fought over clothes. We fought over the black, the black tank, the top. tank top. The <laughs> infamous tank like, top. Like we fought over stuff, but at the end of the day, I just, I don't know. It just, it was seamless and it felt like so much was missing. Would you even think we'd be where we are now? Looking back like 10 years ago? Oh, no, not at all. It's crazy to think about. It is about. crazy, but I never felt like anything was missing from our family. But once Jamie what, came it, into yeah. it, it was like, oh yeah. oh, yeah, she belongs here. Yeah. For sure. I was just showing some friends of mine uh, our family picture. And it's like, you just balance it out. You fit in. You look like you belong. Oh, and completely. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I just really feel like it was it was meant to, be. meant to be. And that's what, like, that's what I was thinking was like, why it was so easy for me was because I felt my life without her and I yeah. knew what it was like. And yeah. so I wouldn't, not that you had a bad life, not that I had a bad yeah. life by any means. I had the, the most wonderful life. My sisters are amazing, but I, but I felt my life without you. And then I felt my life with you. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is what I needed. And yeah. this is, yeah, yeah, I needed this. I mean, even if at the end of the day we weren't sisters, Oh yeah. I, genuinely from the bottom of my heart think we'd be best friends oh, just that we'd friendship totally we'd yeah. have an amazing friendship it just makes it even better that like now we're sisters yeah like which no, i think completely. is really cool somebody from our childhood dm'd me and recently like maybe maybe a month ago right yeah she dms me what's this about adopting somebody like <laughs> she's like i'm confused why you guys always talk about that who is that like Cause I it was like in high school, like, I don't know why she doesn't like, know, but, but I also do, do feel like we didn't vocalize things got going on because you didn't want yeah. everybody to know what was happening. And so we kind of, I feel like it came out like piece by piece and now it's obviously all the way out, but totally. like people weren't like you adopted her in high school. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. But like she said that and I was like, where have you been the last 10 years? Yes. <laughs> like, this has been a while That's now. so funny. I know. She had no idea. But like, she was cool about it. Oh, she was so nice. But she's like, she's so when sweet. did that happen? I was like, a while ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I know. It's funny. so funny. Okay. So you had the four daughters growing up. That must have been rough for you and for dad. <laughs> Who was the hardest one to raise? I mean, you guys are all different. Not Kat. Not Kat. She, yeah. She, she was, was hard because you were trying to make her go out and do stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I was just telling somebody how on the day Caitlin turned 18, we were walking the dog and she called me and was like, oh, can I go get um, ice cream with Forrest? And we were, I was like, yeah, I don't care. She's like, well, what time should I be home? Because it was a school night. And... I was like, you're 18, like figure it out. She's like, no, just tell me what time to be home. I mean, I think she, she went and got ice cream and ended up coming like home. like 3 a.m. Like she came home at like eight o'clock. <laughs> That's literally so So cat. not cat. So not cat. I mean, Kendall was, uh, pushed the boundaries a lot. <laughs> yeah. And apparently you did too. And I just didn't realize it. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> you guys ditched us. Yeah, you left. <laughs> Neglectful parenting. Um, Kendall, I, it, it was it was a very like contentious relationship, and you and Kendall are very similar. In some, yeah, yeah, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So in high school, I felt you guys butt heads a lot. We did, and I uh, know it's very hard headed. But so are you. So, so am I. You. So it works. I mean, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> I got to the point with Kendall where, um, I mean, and she wasn't, she was just a normal teenager. For sure. Yep. You know, it's not like she was like bad to the no, bone. No, but going from Kat to, to Kendall. Kendall. But I just, I felt like um, this responsibility as a mom to just obviously keep your kids safe. 
you know, and I, I would just tell her, yell at her and just say, like, I don't care if you don't like me. I want to keep you like out of jail, graduating from high school and not pregnant. Like that was like as low as the bar was, you know? (laughs) Um, And like I said, yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't bad, horrible. Um, I think she was just struggling internally maybe. And that made it harder for her. She was, I mean, it's hard to be a teenager. You're trying to figure out who you are and where you fit in and, and what you want to do with your life. And there was a lot of, um, you know, pressure and temptation to try alcohol and, you know, other things. So it was a battle at times. Yes. But now I feel like you and Kendall have such a really like special relationship. Yeah. She always tells me I'm her second best friend. Oh, who's her first? I don't think she has one. I think oh. she, I think it's open. That position is open. <laughs> Whoever like she likes at that moment. But you're solid second. So sometimes you're first. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. By default. If there's not a first, I'll take it. But no, I mean, now it's great. But I think, I think a mistake that a lot of moms make is trying to be best friends. That's what I was going to ask you. What do you feel like your discipline style was? And how did you balance that with being a friend? I didn't care about being your friend. No. You did not. I did not. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my job. I mean, I have my own friends. <laughs> I don't need you idiots <laughs> to be my friend. Now you do. <laughs> now I do. Now I love it. But I mean, like I said, I, you have a responsibility as a parent to keep your kids safe. Completely. And I, I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of moms make is they want to be cool. I want to be the cool mom. and my, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, we talked about it on our podcast. Yeah. We had so many friends' moms that we knew would lie for us, that buy, would buy alcohol, yeah. that would throw parties at their house like they wanted to just be cool and and they want their kids to be cool they want their kids to be cool but now like we look at where their kids are at exactly and it shows do you regret ever being as strict as you were do you regret giving us a 10 p.m bedtime not at all curfew (laughs) i have not lost one minute of sleep over that do you regret being strict no never never interesting okay interesting you would (laughs) obviously disagree there's some things that i think were silly to be strict on Probably. and there's some things I really now as a grown-up respect that you are strict on yeah. I think honestly the 10 p.m curfew was probably really smart I think the cell phones in the room I thought love that, that. So yes. I will do that with my own kids yes. and I hated you for it of course so definitely whenever you guys got really mad about something that told me I was doing something right the yeah. the clothes probably made me the most angry like how we like wanted you, you to dress yes because I feel yeah. like now you're not like that. Like, I feel like now, like... Oh, no, I still judge you guys. No, I know, but you're less... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, like, like thinking about, it, like, you're calling in young women. Like, you get so angry, like, when the women, the young women can't wear leggings. Or, like, when they try to tell them what swimsuit to wear. Like, I feel yeah. like you're a lot more open and, like, a little bit but more... also, I feel like that also took mom and dad to get out of press gear. Completely. Maybe. So I feel like you're a little bit more open. And they're to other those people's things. kids. They're not my own kids. Well, that's <laughs> true. But I do feel like you have come like further in like the you wear clothes for yourself. You don't wear it so men sure. like, don't look at you yeah. almost. And I feel like maybe a little bit less in high school were you thinking that way. You just wanted us to dress modestly, which I get. But that's one thing I'm like, I feel like you've well, really yeah. like changed and adapted on that front a and little as bit. A, as a teenager, too, it's like, I don't know we're dating boys that aren't members and I get yeah. it. Like, I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, there has to be different. a line in the sand yeah. somewhere. No, I, I mean, I get why you were strict. I just think that's something that you have a little bit evolved in. Sure. Like, don't you think, I, I mean, dad and I have talked about this a lot, you know, for a long time raising you guys. And I feel like there's all these forces of, you know, 
I don't, I don't know if I want to say evil, but you know, all of these, um, forces or like negativity. Well, yeah. And there's all this pressure to, you know, for kids to try drinking, to try, yeah. you know, to, to have sex or to, you know, yeah. whatever it is, pornography, yeah. you know, whatever. And I, I've always felt like as parents, like we're in a battle against those forces, whether you want to call, you know, if you want to say it's the devil or it's evil, or if it's just peer pressure or whatever it is, society, yeah. whatever it is, like as a parent, I, I just always felt like, yeah, it was a battle against those forces. And because I loved you guys and I wanted you to grow up and be, you know, successful adults. Um, and we had that long view too, longer than you did at the yeah, time. You're just sure. thinking about what your friends think moment. or the boy that you like Absolutely. or whatever. And so, yeah, you have to be willing to go to battle. Not that you need to have a contentious relationship with your kids. It, sh- it shouldn't be that, that. but it, it's against all of that stuff that's out yeah. there that, that they you want really to protect see. your kids from. Well, yeah. and we've literally talked about that before. It was like feeling that pressure in high school and in our friend group and in the like cheer squad, it was like, it was weird if you weren't the one that was drinking or having sex with your boyfriend. Like you were really weird if that's what you chose to not do. But if you look at like the choices that you make from let's say 14, 15, you know, until um, 22, 23, whatever, like, those few years of your life uh, kind of impact the totally rest of your life. Do. Yeah. Whether yeah. you have, you know, a, a, a teen pregnancy, whether you keep it or give it up or even have an abortion, like those, that's going to stay with you. You, life. Yeah. We, you guys have had friends or schoolmates that got busted for DUI or, yeah, you know, that no, were completely. even in accidents that really hurt other people because they were, you know, on, on drugs or, or drunk. Yes. And, and so... You make these decisions and you don't realize, yeah, the impact that they're going to have. So that's a parent's job is to help you. If you can't make the decision for yourself, then we have to make it for you. Yeah. Sorry. I I mean, as a grown up now, I like respect the rules we had in high school. Yes. But in high school, I hated them. Of course. But I'm glad that we, I mean, we still... The thing is, is like you were strict and everything, but like obviously me and Jamie still had fun. We still made mistakes. We still made choices that like we made that weren't great. Like I don't feel like you were so strict that like we lived in a bubble. You know what I mean? And we still had the like the time to make mistakes and grow and learn and all that. But at the end of the day, I I knew how high your standards were for us. Well, yeah. And I think me like coming into the family was like I never had a single standard. Like I had no no yeah. rules, no anything. It was like gone for 10 days. Don't really care. Be where you want. Do what you want. So it was like interesting, but good to be like, oh, people actually care and expect you to do something, to be somewhere, to not lie, to like, I don't know. So I think something that's really important for parents and whether your kid is two or three, you know, or 17 years old, you have to create a place where they can fail safely. And yeah. I think that's something that you know, these helicopter parents, they're really hurting their kids by trying to like cushion the blow from consequences, natural consequences of the choices you make. And, um, so yeah, I mean, you have to, it's, it's different for every kid and for every, you know, stage of their life, but you have to find a way to let them, you know, give them a little bit of leash, you know, let them go off a little bit and make some choices, but, you know, trying to keep you from making those 
choices that will impact the rest of your life. Right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. If you could go back and change one like parenting <clears throat> choice that you made, would there be something that stood out to you? I don't know. I mean, um, we talk about one, two, three magic. We do a talk lot. about that yes. a lot. I had a really good friend recommend that book to me and then I've recommended it to you guys. We all three have read it. Yeah. Kat's like in the middle of like putting it into her normal life right now. <laughs> and it's funny. So something that, that I really took away from it was like, to let your kids kind of have input on the rules and have conversations with about with them about why r- these rules are important or why you have them in place and and let their, let it be more of a conversation. So I think sometimes I was very like drop the hammer. This is, this so is the funny rule. because mom and didn't listen to our last episode, but we said this. Oh, really? Yeah. We said we wished that you would have given us more reasoning to why we shouldn't do things. Yeah. Like, why should we not have sex? Like, it was just like, you don't have sex, period, end of discussion. Just take my word for it. Just take my word for it. But (laughs) instead, it would have been nice to be like, this is why we don't do this. And so it's kind of cool that you didn't listen to our episode, but you like say that because we've talked about that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I think generally speaking, I think that I felt... I don't know, I felt busy all the time when you guys were little, you know, or or even as teenagers. I wish I would have maybe taken my foot off the gas a little bit. I mean, if there's one thing possibly to change and yeah, have time to have those conversations. Yeah. But at the end of the day too, we'll jump into that because for me, I loved watching you run a business. Yeah. I learned so much from that. And I feel like I got a lot of like my business mind and my like entrepreneur ship from you from watching boss babe you. Yeah. yeah boss girl and you've always been like a boss babe like you've always like Aww. had that mentality yep and we did have some questions about what you did before you did worldwide shelly okay so go ahead and talk about that well um i mean how far back do you want me to go like opening your business <clears throat> well so i mean i helped dad start two different physical therapy clinics you know one here in the valley and then up in prescott and um, there's no way dad could have done that he just needs to show up to work and do it you like can organize you're the whole behind the scenes yeah. yes. like you yeah. get it put together so like I set up all of the billing and all the insurance contracts and you know a lot of the just processes yep. of that you're good at just like having info or finding it like immediately yeah I don't know it's like at your fingertips you're just good at that thanks <laughs> so we had we had done that and um we'd had like some rental properties and stuff but yeah we wanted the thing with the physical therapy practice was we would hire a bunch of physical therapists, but everybody wanted to come and see dad, mm-hmm. you know? So he, it was just hard for him to take time away, you know, working seven to seven every day. That wasn't our long-term goal, goal for him. Right. So we were like, okay, we need a complimentary business that he doesn't have to Be see at. the patients yeah. every day. Yep. So a friend of ours had a friend that had a home health care agency and he was like, oh, you've got to look at doing this. It's a great business. So um, so we, we did a, a bunch of research. We went up and 
uh, to Utah and, and spoke with them and, you know, visited their business and um, decided that we'd open a Medicare certified home health agency. We didn't really understand uh, how much work it would be going into it. I mean, it turned quickly into like a really full-time yes. job for me. But I had great staff. We ended up opening four other locations. That's insane. We had, you know, at one point we had hundreds of employees. Wow. Um, nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, um, CNAs that would go into homes and do, you know, health care. Yeah. Right. And it was um, really regulated by the state and by Medicare, you know, the federal government. And um, there was just so many moving parts to it. But I loved it. It was great. I was about to say, did you just love it? I did. You thrive on that stuff. Kind of. And to watch it be successful. Yeah. Like, that's the best part of doing anything is just to see it, like, blow up and just do so good for you. Yeah. So you sold it when you guys moved back here 2014 so yeah. how how long were you running it um, how many like years? seven years wow and it was always our plan to grow it to a point and then sell it yeah. but um but it was really stressful and at the end I was just ready yeah you had to, worked to move on down. yes yeah. and it was I mean it wasn't a great time you you know we had all you girls um, still at home and in high school and busy. So it was just a lot to manage. But I think it was one of those things where sometimes when you're really busy, you can almost be like more productive. Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? No, I totally Compl- get that. That's literally you. That's my, the definition of me. Yeah. But I had, you know, I had Candace. I had a great yes. secondhand woman. Candace and, and is like a second mom. I love, hi Candace. I love you. <laughs> I don't know if she listens, but we love Candace. <laughs> Do you feel like at, that point we got this question when did you feel like the most defeated as like a mother do you feel like that was it or do you feel like it was when we were young like raising young kids I think young kids yeah yeah and I wouldn't say that I'm a perfectionist I would say you're a little OCD but I'm particular about things yeah. I would say yeah and so I I just I put like a lot of pressure on myself as a parent of young children to kind of have that perfection and it's just it was just unnecessary and you wanted it done the way you wanted it done yeah which I feel like I totally get that especially as a mom it's hard to like and to let go of the control to like it's okay if my kids look dirty or messy exactly I that stresses me out like I don't like that completely no sometimes it's like you have to let it we had a good friend who yeah she didn't care how her kids were dressed I mean they were awesome kids and they were they were they the were just, best kids. They were just stellar kids. But, you know, did they have matching outfits on and and coordinating shoes and bows in their hair? You know, no, they didn't. Yeah. But to me, that was really important. But now I look back and it was just kind of stupid that I cared that much. <laughs> but you did raise some stellar kids. Well, I mean, I did. <laughs> Truly. And I take full credit. <laughs> How do you feel like you've raised kids that have, like, I don't want to say put together because obviously we all have like our flaws, but oh, should we talk about all of your flaws? No. Like how, how long, how long is this podcast? <laughs> um, that's it for everybody today. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> no, but I feel like a lot of people get questions of how we're all so close and like, and we, I mean, for the most part, we all have lives that, I mean, they're all going in great directions. We're all working towards goals, goals and yeah. yeah have, I mean, Things could change at any minute, True, obviously. True. <laughs> but, I mean, I think a couple things. As far as, like, your relationship with each other, I, it was just always really important to me that you guys were good friends. And I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but, you know, you would, you guys would fight, and I would make you, I, 
I vividly can remember <laughs> one instance in particular. You and Kendall had been fighting. You were probably... I don't. I would guess you were at least ten or twelve. Do you remember this? And I made you guys stand you in the loft the time. for like five minutes and just hug it out. Yeah. And I would always just say, you know, your friends are going to come and go, but you always have your sisters. I feel like I remember that the most. Yeah. I remember you saying that for the longest time, and I feel like it didn't click until like after high school. I mean, like I always loved my sisters. Like yes. we we're always yeah. really good friends, but especially having kids at the same time, like as my sisters, like me and Kat are five years apart, so like. I didn't get to like do high school with Kat, but yeah. now I'm like doing the childhood, newborn, toddler life with Kat, and like she's my best Your friend. Mom's together, and it's like yeah. the coolest thing, I, ever. and I love watching that. It's yeah, like so rewarding. Well, I was gonna say even like when I joined the family, the first thing I noticed was like I don't know, sitting down and having dinner together. That's yeah. like so simple, but it's like you always you talk about that. your day, and you just like are genuinely interested in your kids' lives, and you support everything that they do, and I think that that creates a really welcoming like close family bond and like when you came into our family and we're like saying that I guess I took you it didn't for realize it. Yeah, it yeah because I just it's what we'd always it's always done, we'd always done. Yeah. It, it was annoying to me I'm like I have to be home every night for dinner like yep. I can't like dinner's ready at 5 30 or whatever yeah, yeah you like have to be home and like mom and dad asked us about my day and I'm like stop being so nosy but then you came into our family and I think that's another thing like you said with me like taking having Jamie come into the family like I did start to realize little things that like I didn't realize were important yeah, until you, that came you just took for granted all yeah. the time. And then once you came into our family, I'm like, oh, I guess that it's is like actually really nice. cool that yeah. like mom and dad care about me. Yes. So that helped me like as a teenager. Yeah. And and we just like we just hung out together and did stuff yeah. together. Whether it was you know going to each other's softball games yeah. or cheerleading competitions yeah. or whatever. <laughs> And then, you know, family vacations, you know, we didn't oh, yeah. take friends on vacations. I mean, we did a few times when you were older, but, yeah. but especially when part. you were younger, you know, just we'd go to the beach for a week and you guys just would just dig holes in the sand we at did. Newport we Beach. We did do that. <laughs> we did do that a lot. You know, and, and I think, I think that's another thing that we, we didn't really, it wasn't like a conscious thing, but now looking back, I love that we were so active with you guys, like snowboarding and going to the lake or that going like to the beach bonding. or taking you up, you know, totally to center highway and go climb the rocks. You know, it just, I love, I, I think that that is really important. And I think along with that, like doing sports, like I had to go to every one of Kendall's <clears throat> games. Yeah. I had to go to every one of Kat's games. Like you didn't miss that. Like you instilled support. And you wanted to be there. Yeah. But yeah. even when I didn't, you made us. Because yeah. you wanted to instill your supportive to your sisters. Well, and I didn't trust you to be home, At home alone. By, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, true. I'm just kidding. That was the behind. <laughs> there, that's, that, there it I is. I need my eyes on you 24-7. But like Kendall even, for instance, like she doesn't really care about cheerleading. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like wasn't her thing. But like at pep assemblies, like she was standing up, cheering me on. And like she was my biggest fan. You yeah. know, like I don't know. I feel like we are all very supportive. Like. Kat listens to every one of our podcasts. Yeah. Kendall even edits our podcast and Still lis listens. listens to everyone. Kat makes our graphics for the podcast. Like, yeah. So yeah. I feel like everyone is that support so... support has never stopped. Ne never. Like, yeah. who do I call if I need something? I call my sisters. And yeah. I think you instilled that in us at such an early age that like whatever your family's doing, you support them. Like yep. you just, you love and support no matter what they're doing, which I yeah. think is important. And I think our in-laws still hate how close we are. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> On my calendar, I'm like, I have Navy's gymnastics. I have Navy's preschool, preschool graduation. <laughs> like, why am I going to these things? I don't know. But no, I just, I feel like I can't miss something that like 
my nieces do. Yeah. yeah. I almost like said my nieces kids. are nephew, but I don't have a nephew. No. <laughs> just not my nieces. Your nieces and nephews. Yes. I have a nephew. But it just feels like an extension of your own like little family. Yeah. I'm always like Navy and Pace and our sisters. Yeah. Like they act like it. They yeah. do. We make them stand in the corner and hug. Do you? Oh, the other <laughs> oh. day we made them do that. Yep. Navy was not wanting to hug Pace. She had her arms down. She's like, That's no. hilarious. I just I don't know. And I feel like part of that comes from our church, but did you grow up Mormon? Yes, you I did. did. And I think that, you know, people have a lot of different opinions about the church. But one really positive thing is just, first of all, the support system, you know, that you have we built in. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I know. I listened to part of that episode. I, I need to finish it. Yeah. But we did talk <laughs> about, like, the support. That was important well, to us. And, you know, you have... You have your parents, obviously, and you only listen to them so much as teenagers. So then you have these other adults that live around you that, you know, you interact with that that love you and help you and support you. So, um, I mean, there's just a lot of, I think, value that comes, you know, from yeah, from that. that. Yeah. For sure. Did you feel like when Kendall came out, did you lose any of that support or lose any friends that you felt oh. like you had? No. That's great. That's really good. No, I mean, I think something that that is sometimes maybe I don't want to say forgotten, but I think people lose sight of what our what our belief is. You know, I mean, we believe in Jesus and we want to be like Him. And I think that not just in Mormonism, but you know, in a, in a lot of churches or or cultures, like you kind of get judgy. Yes, and you kind of lose sight of what matters exactly yeah but everyone has just been great about it just and and we kind of preface it with like we love her she's our daughter like it doesn't change anything about how, how we you feel, feel about yes. her um we you know we want her to be in our lives so yeah. so that doesn't matter to it you. doesn't matter yeah yeah and have people really even like talked to you about it a little bit. Well, yeah. That, that's good. Yeah. I feel like some people would be just like, I don't even want to like go around the subject. Yeah. You know, no, for them own feeling like I mean, I have brought it up in, in certain situations, kind of. I mean, this for like a little bit of a shock value. Oh, I do that too. And just because <laughs> I'm curious, you know, how people will react. Yeah. But I, they take cues from me, I think, you know. So yep. when I say, yeah, we, we love her and support her and it's, it's, not, a, it's not a thing. No. Yeah. Like it's not like... I don't even think about it. Like, yeah. we're together, and I don't think, oh, Kendall the lesbian, you know? No. Like, no. No. She's just <laughs> she's Kendall, Kendall, and she's your daughter. Yeah. And and we we love her girlfriend, and we've, you she's know, we've welcomed best. other girls, you know, girlfriends into the, yeah. into our family. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, it's not a, it's not a thing. No. I, yeah. I love that. That's, like, the perfect answer, I feel like. Because that's just Oh, I'm so is. glad. Thank you. Yeah, did you, pl- <laughs> did you plan that, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what is your favorite thing about being a Gigi versus like being a mom? Like how have those two things been different for you? Well, first of all, I can give them back to you when they have dirty diapers, <laughs> which d- I do. You do, <laughs> do, do that. that. You do, do that. <laughs> there's no, there's just no pressure. It's just like fun time, Gigi. So I just get to love them and spoil them and just, they're all so sweet. I just. What's your favorite thing about each grandkid? We got that question. <clears throat> about each grandkid. Yes. Well, Navy's the first, yes. so like that's just special. <laughs> My mom's freaking Wi-Fi password is Navy. Navy, 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 Navy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how opinionated 
Navy is <laughs> and just how like strong willed she is, she but is. also she's so sweet. She is. She can be so sweet. She can. She, it's on her terms. Yeah. <laughs> Very it much. Is. Yeah. She, yeah. It takes a little work. It does. With, with Navy. Yep. I, and I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's the first, so she's always going to have like she's a special, special place. Yes. Yeah. And it was only Navy for, for what, a year, a year and, and a half? half? Yeah. Yeah. So. And then Payson came in. Sorry, Navy. <laughs> Payson is my little marshmallow. She is. She's, I, she she's, is. she's a, a squishy, squishy little thing. And she's just, she's so sweet. And you know what I love about Payson? Like like I said, Navy, you have to work for it and kind of convince her, you know? Like, like, yeah. Whatever. But it's but, almost more special with Navy because you have to work harder. It's true. But with Payson, it, it's like. She just loves the heck out of you. But Payson is just like, she's such a, like, a hype girl. Like, you know, we're like, Payson, we're going to go to the movies. I love to go to the movies. Literally or, anything. We're going to grab a drink. I love drinks. Yeah. <laughs> She's just always just so. Somebody over in Navy. Yeah. I brought Skittles. I love, I love Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> it was everything that she said. <laughs> I got popcorn. I love popcorn. That's like, honestly so true about But Payson. that's just Payson. Yeah. She's a hype girl. She's just she so is. sweet. She reminds me a lot of you, Mackenzie, mm-hmm. and of Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that she loves to sing. She, she doesn't does. shut she up. She is so musical. Me yeah. and Jane will be talking in the car and pacing, la, 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 In the back, I'm like, pacing, shut up. No, I love it. <laughs> um, Navy is so observant. She is. She notices everything and oh. she remembers everything she, i swear from like the day she was born oh yeah she'll it's crazy everything yes she'll bring up stuff i'm like oh my gosh you remember that and then sometimes i'm like oh i need to like be careful because you're not I just know. a kid that's gonna yeah forget. Uh, navy told us rossi's name before rossi was born before she told she me could... my mother's day present like two <laughs> years ago <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful with that one and then pace is just an airhead yeah oh yeah so Navy's she's a like, dog. i feel like Navy has like a moral compass she, and like patient doesn't have that no 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 just I just mean like Navy will like tell or like I don't know she's very yes. like she's a narc. follow the rules do this she's an very arc. much a rule follower and I am too yeah, so I love true. that yeah. Payson like is not at all actually <laughs> she, she likes to push the boundaries but at the same time she's but like she doesn't if you get mad at her she's just like she's like the most well-behaved toddler ever but also she thinks she's like sneaky yeah but she's like funny sneaky like i don't know you could she's so transparent oh like you can literally see the wheels turning in her head yeah yeah no her favorite thing right now is she'll say yeah i dropped that because i dropped dropped that that. like it's closed because it's closed like like (laughs) she just wants to hear herself talk that one oh my gosh and that's my favorite thing with both navy and payson right now is just to have those conversations with them like you guys know my favorite age is two yes and it's just because you just can you just get such a glimpse into how their little minds work and the, the best things that is they Navy say. and Payson talking to each other oh my and having gosh. like a full-blown adult conversation. I'm like, what? Like, how did you guys learn those things? And now Navy's starting to say, I'm my own person because I told her in the Dominican. Because she like, she always will, like Payson will be like, I want this. Navy's like, I want that too. Or like, I don't know, we tell yes. Payson something and Navy wants to copy everything. And I'm like, Navy, you know you're older. So Payson would copy you if you just thought for yourself. So now she's like, I'm my own person. I don't want to do that. Oh, like she said that good. to me last night at nice. your house. Mommy, I'm my own person. I'm like, thank you. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't copy Payson. That is so, but they so, always just do everything together that I think it's like in their heads just to like do yeah, everything together. Completely. And Payson, I don't think is old enough to understand it that they yeah. do. Like me and you are like, let's do them everything together. Yes. And Navy knows because she's older. Yeah. But Payson doesn't get it. When I, I also feel like because 
I don't know. We've always told, like, when Payson will do something, it's like, because she was the baby, it's like, oh, she's oh, crawling. Yes. And so we're like, and he's like, well, I can crawl too. Like, wait. You know, so like I Like a little like, competitiveness. Yeah, so I, she like, doesn't like, get that, like, it's because Payson's a baby. Exactly. So it's like, oh, Payson's doing it. She's like, well, I can do that too. Like, I want to do that Why with is no her. one clapping for me? Yeah, exactly. we, we clapped for you two years ago, exactly. Navy. Get over yourself. <laughs> it's gone. You had your moment. All right, what about Addison? So, so I love that I can talk to those girls. Yes. Like, Addie's have full there. conversations. Yes. Addie is getting there. Addie is so funny she and is. so, like, She's so quirky. quirky. She's Cameron. There's no better word for her than quirky. quirky. Like, yeah. to just watch her, it's Like, I'm funny. always wondering what's, in, what's her in her head. I agree. Like, she just, like, and she just does the weirdest, like, funniest things. Yeah. She does. She's so cute. But she's starting to talk more, which is, you know, like I said, my favorite thing. The best is when, yeah. And it's like, she thinks she's having a conversation yeah, with you. You just say, yes, Addie. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, she's fun. And I but feel like Addie just, like, loves you. Like, she's she just, so like, sweet. Addie loves you. Yeah, yeah I does. love She doesn't Addie. love anybody else. No. no. She likes Mamie. She does like Mamie. I'm Mamie, and too. Mamie. She calls me Mamie. <laughs> I'm the first I'm Mamie. With her every single day, and she still calls me Mamie. Calls, I know. That's so funny. She calls me. Today, I said, who's the... She's, Jamie walked in. Mamie. And I was like, what about me? And then she just looks at me. And then walks away. It's so funny. I see you every single day. Like, Addie's kind of like Navy in the regard that you have to kind of work for it. And Addie doesn't like hugs. No. She's not affectionate. Navy's not like super affectionate either. Addie is towards mom though. Uh, Towards mom. Yeah. 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 That's it Nobody else. Yeah. But she, yeah, she she like chooses who she wants. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Rossi. Rossi is sass city. Oh my gosh. I love it she her like little personalities coming out so much it's a strong she's one. so busy i was holding her on the plane on the way home from the dr and you literally I, saved me i was gonna chuck her out the window <laughs> i told jamie she's like it's like holding a rotisserie chicken like she just spins <laughs> oh, around that is actually the definition of rossi i know like she would not like sit still no. like even like facing me facing out like trying to entertain her she's just up down jumping jumping around moving like Jamie explain getting ready with Rossi oh my gosh it's, <laughs> that's literally what it is it's like it's into everything I'm getting ready she goes in my drawers pulls out every she just looks at something chucks it looks at something chucks it then she's done with my stuff crawls into her room she found out how to open her dresser drawers oh, no. opens each one throws out every single piece of clothing you need one to get some drawer locks. by one navy I, got into zero nothing jamie never had i would box i would literally sit navy next to me while i got ready give her one makeup brush with nothing on it and she'd sit there for the whole 30 minutes until i think navy was three she wouldn't even get out of bed no she, she i, still I remember her spending the night here and i would hear her chi 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 my kid would have been outside in the pool that's have, rossi she will yeah, be. yeah. that that's Addie too like you just yeah, you can't but, look away and it's exhausting. I yeah. love her to death. I like, but, call, I like called Jamie when Payson was like a year and a half when she started getting out of her bed and I called Jamie like Jamie what do I do what do I do and you'd be like I don't know and I'm like, I've doesn't able, she just stay I've in there? Been, that I, was so weird to me. I'm like doesn't she just stay in I've there? Always, you told her to. I've always been able to, to call you for parenting advice, but then once Payson was like <laughs> doing that, I'm like Jamie what do I do? Like I I've got nothing. I'm like I literally just tell Jamie don't get out of your bed. And that's what she does. I tell Payson that and she laughs in my face. <laughs> like, what? Payson's like, gotten so much better. Oh, she's so good. But getting her to stay in her bed was rough. You're excited for me to go through I'm that. I'm so stoked for you to have to go through that. I can't wait for you to call me like what I do. And I'm like, in your freaking face, Jamie. I love, I love that you start to see 
like these glimpses of just their independent spirits. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And just Rossi has a full independent spirit. Yeah. But also she doesn't like it when you leave the room. She wants you to be with her. She's just, she's picky about who she likes and she makes her mind up within 30 seconds. There's one daycare worker that Rossi likes. Yep. And if she's not there at the The gym, gym, it's bad. Rossi hates it, but she's claimed her spot. She has the high chair. I buckle her in. Nobody has to touch her. She gets food and she is happy. Today, a kid was in there. Uh uh-uh. uh. I was like, can you move that kid? I'm sorry. That's Rossi's spot. I literally had to because she will just scream. She'll scream. I went up there the other day during my workout because Pierce had a blowout. So I went up there and Rossi made eye contact with me. Somebody else was holding her and she lost her mind because she wanted me to get her. And I felt so bad. But Rossi likes me, so I'm happy. Yes. That's yeah. so funny. I just, I love the sass and the spirit. It's I love it. Just, it's there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what about Mr. Pierce? Mr. Pierce is he's Mr. Such, Pierce. He's such a little, like, potato. He's I such a potato. I love it. He's a solid mass of humanity. He is. Literally- he's a boy. He's a man. <laughs> but he, like, if you need to feel good about yourself or you need to pick me up, just make eye contact with Pierce and that smile he will makes just you like <laughs> melt your heart. It's going to be a little heartbreaker. I'm worried. He is just the happiest little guy. Like, I don't, did he cry at all during our trip except for like when he woke up? No. I don't think he cried. Like, no, and Rossi didn't that much either. Like, no. <laughs> she fights me on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she definitely fine. has a lot more opinions. Like she goes, Ehh! like she gets mad. She gets mad. If she, I, yeah. Yeah. But. Pierce is just like, like, I'll like call Jamie and I'm like, oh my gosh, he won't stop crying. And you're like, I don't hear him. I'm like, he's not even crying. When no. I watched Pierce, I'm like, I didn't know if he was crying ever. Cause he's like, eh, yeah. eh. like it's he's so just quiet. such a happy little guy. He, he is. is. He's just like happy to be alive. He really is. That's and the definition. And if you smile at him a couple times a day, like he's chilling. He's yeah. fine. He's sitting in his ball pit for three hours. I he's know. good to go. His crawl. His, his army crawl. His old crawl, I, I should oh, I say. Miss that. I miss it too. Yeah. Mr. Pierce is, he's the boy of the family. He's yes. so cute. I love that he is like a little, he looks a little like dad. He does. But he also looks like DJ. Yes. Um, he started he's, to have a little bit more patient, patient-ish features. Yeah. But I can he's see He's a really else. good, like, mix. mix. He is. Yeah. He was DJ when he was born. I love his blonde hair, which was <gasps> kind of curly in the, at the beach. I know. It was so cute. I want to grow it out and do a man bun, but nobody will let no, me. No, you can't. I'll we cut it off. No, we Jamie, forbid it. And enroll him in football. And his big blue eyes. <laughs> Jamie wants him to play football so bad. Oh my gosh, Jamie. Jamie. I want to have signs and everything. He's, he's a lover, not a fighter. I know, but, <laughs> but he'd be a good line back. He would be. He'd just freaking take he'd people out. he just stand out. there and smile at them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about Elliot? And then little baby Ellie. She's oh my so gosh. sweet. I, I don't think I've ever held a tinier baby. I've never held a tinier baby. I, it's it's kind of weird. But she she's so sweet and she's so good. Yeah, she's the best. Which doesn't have much personality yet, but no, she's the cutest. She's so sweet. But she doesn't talk back. She doesn't have opinions. She's my you, favorite kid. You feed her. And she and literally she's will happy. just snuggle you. I'm, it's, and she smells so good. Don't you miss oh. more newborns? No, I see. I know. You guys are going to bring this up. I'm not like a newborn person. Mom, my I, child is one tomorrow I, and mom's never watched him. <laughs> she just... <laughs> You just, no, it's not, you watch Payson every day. I'm not complaining because you take one of my kids, but like, you don't like babies. Not, you don't I like. I like babies. If you, if I have a choice between a baby and a two-year-old, I'm taking the two-year-old. Which is all day. Insanity. Which honestly, sometimes it's better because I'm like, okay, take Navy. She's more predictable. Like, 
Rossi would destroy your house. You'd call me in 20 minutes. Okay. I'm 10. Done. I'm done. 10. <laughs> She'd be everywhere, like into everything. And yeah, so. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I like babies, but I, you'd rather yeah. watch two-year-olds. For sure. Which is so funny because they can talk back to you. But I, I love that. And then I can send them home. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, are you asking me if I want to have a two-year-old permanently in my house? No. No. But they'll visit. They visit. Yeah. <laughs> and I can spoil them. Yes. And you can, like, talk to them, which is what you like. You love that. Yeah. And, like, take them to Target. Do things yeah. together. And Payson loves when you take her to get her nails done. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. like, her favorite. The best. So fun. I love that. But, yeah, I, I like, I, I had my babies. So, yeah. yeah, we're good. I'm solid. Okay, but everybody wants to know, how do you look so young and fab and trendy and hip? You keep girls going. keep me young. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've always taken really good care of my skin. You have. Yes. When I learned that from you. Like, when I turned, like, 30-ish, um, I've always had, like, good skin, not a lot of breakouts, but I started having kind of hormonal like little breakouts and it kind of freaked me out. So I started using um, the salon I went to said, oh, you need to use Dermalogica. So for like 25 years, I've used Dermalogica products, which are, if you're not familiar, they're like really high quality. They are. They're great. Great products. And um, yeah, just wash your face every day. And I feel like you keep up with like, maybe not trends like oh you're I not, feel like she's well, no, trendy she's trendy but really? I the na- golden goose pool slides on <laughs> honestly right that's so true I will give dad some credit dad's very hip he's so su- dad's yeah. more like I would say trendy mom's like stylish I don't know is that yeah you know what I mean I would I would trust you to go like pick out a cute outfit oh oh I'm the heck out of an outfit a million percent I when I you, always tell you guys when you look stupid like those shorts that you wear over your swimsuit mom hates our free I people shorts those. you want to know how many of those I sold mom how many like hundreds return them all <laughs> I love those <laughs> shorts <laughs> but they don't fit me but so. yeah dad dad definitely like splurges he gets like you like your designer brand. stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I love. What do you get that? You get that on Amazon? You get that on Amazon. <laughs> I want one of those. Well, and I feel like too, you do a lot of stuff like traveling. You do that. Yeah. And like a lot of people your age feel like they're too old or like, I don't know. Don't you feel like that? They don't, they like, yeah, I had lunch with some girlfriends today and they were like, I could never travel by myself. Like, like how do you have the energy? So like, yeah. Yeah. Like you just, like you just have a young mind. It. What is your yeah. favorite place you've ever been? You know I hate that question because I love everywhere. Okay, favorite I've been. beach, favorite like Europe, Europe Ian, okay. kind of thing. or like yeah, city. I mean, for beach, we love Tahiti. We've been there a couple of times, oh. and it's just it's just that's my dream gorgeous. destination. Same. We went to the Maldives two years ago. We had an overwater bungalow with a private pool, like, and you're just on this like deserted island. That's so so cool. that was cool. But we really, we love Thailand. We have a oh, resort yeah, there, like there. Uh, Naka Island that we love. I mean, we're just, like, I'm a beach person for yep. sure. That's and my so happy place. so is dad. So is dad, yeah. So any beach, pretty much, as long as it's not raining. Not the Dominican Republic <laughs> <Not> in <laughs> May. In the rain. <laughs> what about city? I mean, I love Paris, obviously. Same. Same. That <laughs> I've been to Paris like 10 times. Oh, so and cool. I just love it. It's just like... It's like you get everything there that you want. You get the history, the beautiful architecture, the food is to die for. You get the culture, the art, the churches, the, I mean, and just to walk along the river. It's just, it's so romantic. It's just magical. It is magical. I love Paris so much. I love Paris too. 
But I really, I love, um, I don't know, I loved Turkey. I was going to say, you loved Turkey. I love Morocco and Egypt. I want to go to Morocco. Um, Where's your next couple trips? So we're going to Jordan next week. I can't, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. I've been, that's been on my bucket list for a while. I love that. Um, so I'm going there for like 12 days. That oh will gosh. be country number 36, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 And then um, at the end of June, Dad and I are going to Bali, oh. which is oh. another like huge That's on my bucket list. Bucket list. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do um, like four or five days kind of up in the jungle. Oh. We have a really cool like villa that we got oh with a private pool. I can't wait to see like, the overlooking the jungle and the rice fields and then. And then we're staying at the Ritz-Carlton on the beach, Ooh, which I'm psyched about. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. I love that so much. I know. I love that you love to travel. I love that we've been able to, like, all go together. It's been it's fun. It's so... I can't wait till the kids are a little bit older. What's your What's your dream with the kids? I want to take the, the girls to Paris. Does Paris not get to go? I mean, if he wants to. <laughs> he might not want to go. But like and DJ can like, like go do something cool. Yeah, they'll yeah. go to or like, like dad. They yeah, can like, dad can take they can, it. They should go to like an NFL the Grand game. Canyon. Yeah, like they'll go to Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, go to the Grand Canyon. You guys get to go to Paris, and Pierce gets to go to the Grand Canyon <laughs> with, with Papa. That's not. I know. Like that's in my backyard. That's <laughs> not fun. They'll go somewhere cooler than that. But Dad'll take him to do like go dr- test drive like Maseratis somewhere. Honestly, when he's like ten. Yeah. All right. Pierce would love that. That's what I think, like, 8 to 10 years old yeah. would yes. be the perfect age. Maybe you just take the older girls. Like, maybe Rossi. Or not Rossi. Maybe <laughs> Payson we'll and Addie. And Addie. Yeah. We'll see. But Addie and Rossi are only a year apart. That's true. That's true. Right? Is that right? I feel like they're right? such babies. I, yeah. Maybe yeah, they're now less than a year apart. Yeah, they're, they're less than. Apart. Whoa, whoa. I know. That's weird. It's I crazy. Didn't and then realize that. Pierce. Pierce. What's his, no, what's the next? Oh, um, what's his name? <laughs> Elliot. Elliot. Oh. She's only a year younger than Rossi. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I do a couple trips. But, like, I want to take him to Disneyland Paris. Because it's the cutest they would love Disneyland. They love that so much. Um, and then just to, yeah, share, like, you know, the Louvre and Saint-Chapelle. Yeah. they love just, that. Yeah. So, tell everybody how or what you do with your flights. Because everyone always asks us how we find our best deals. People, People think are, you're a travel agent. No. I'm not a travel agent. Yes. No. You don't like plan trips for people. N- just myself. Yeah. And you yeah. guys. And, and us. <laughs> I was going to say, we get the benefits. So about two years ago, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, not the best timing in the world, <laughs> but uh, I started Worldwide Shelly. So I like, I like really nice, I'm like an oxymoron. I love really nice things. And like you said, I'm a little bougie, but I hate spending money. Yep. So like, it's kind of just been like, a hobby, a thing I do forever is just find good like deals. really good deals on yep. travel. Like, um, like, I mean, yeah, for I, instance, we should do, we should do a whole thing on it. But like, I mean, we've flown to Paris for $215 round trip. Yeah. Ours was, ours was 170 from LA. Yeah. You found us that deal. Ireland for two, 200. Yeah. Round trip. I think we went for my 50th birthday. Dad and I went to Majorca in Spain and those were like two thirty. Yeah, That's crazy. Round trip. We did Turkey for like 500 Egypt, 500, even the Maldives. I think we like 600. Wow. Um, I hate spending more than 500 on a flight. Like yes. I have to really want to go there to yeah. spend more than 500. That feels like so much, so much. Yeah. And then even like hacking hotel things like for example, Marriott has like a price match kind of guarantee. Oh, that's so cool. we went to um, Grand Cayman a few years ago, 
and I we wanted to stay at the Ritz Carlton because we'd never stayed at one before. Oh, they're so nice. But it was it was pretty expensive through Marriott, but I found it like I don't know Expedia or something. It was like two thirty a night, which was a couple hundred dollars less than Marriott. So you have to do a certain, you have to book it through Marriott, then find the deal, then they'll match it, plus give you extra off. So we ended up staying at the Ritz-Carlton for like 200 bucks a night. Oh my night, gosh, that's oh crazy. Which is crazy. Oh my gosh. I know. So like, that's just kind of always been. That's insane. Your fun hobby. Like a little hobby. Yeah, I'm like a cheapskate, and I like deals, and I yes, want to travel. So. But you want to travel the world. So anyway, so yeah, I just decided to start this business. So we, um, it's a subscription-based business. So you buy a subscription for $45 a year, and 40 with code Kenzie. Yeah. Just I, I'll make that, that code live again. Oh, I thought it was listeners. still live. I told people it was. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I'll make it live. Kenzie. K-E-N-Z-I-E. Yes. Perfect. We'll do that. So 40 $45 a year, and you get, like, almost daily flight deals. It's 100% daily. I get flight deals, I mean, like, almost every single Almost day. every day. Yeah. And usually more than more one. More than one. Like, some of our most recent deals... Um, I think, oh, yesterday we had Lisbon, like $370. Where's that? Uh, Portugal. Oh, that's Which I really, cool. I haven't been to Portugal. I really want to go. We've had a lot of deals to the Caribbean lately. We had the Bahamas for like 250 to Nassau, Grand Cayman for like 275 So we just send these deals out. Yeah, a couple deals almost every day. And then you just our subscribers can book them directly yep. with the airlines. And you want to book them quick because they might be gone. They might be gone in by the time we get the email sent out. Yep. Like rarely that happens, but if it's a mistake fair, sometimes they go super fast, but we talked about this on our last episode that when you send out the deals, we just like it's not necessarily because we've been like dreaming of going to that place, but it's a totally different way of thinking about vacationing, right? Yeah. If you only have like one week in the summer that you can go and you really want to go to Paris, you're going to pay whatever that eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars for yep. that flight. Yeah. But if you're like, okay, I have PTO or I I want to go on a vacation, you just watch the emails until yeah, you see. Yeah. Or if you have like, we always have one week. In October, yeah. one week in December, or like two weeks in December, because we want to go not during Christmas. So, right. But like you send out flight deals, we just have to be open to where, you'd have to be open to where you're going or open to when you're going. Or both. Or but, I mean, the more flexible you are. The better you'll get. The better. Closer to what you want you'll get. Exactly. But it, it's like a fun way to think about traveling, you know? Like if you had that one destination in your mind, just go there, pay for whatever it is. Yeah. But, but you know, you, you see a deal to maybe somewhere you never would have thought Turkey? to go. Turkey. We yeah. never thought. Yeah, I would never pick there. But after what? seeing your photos, I'm like, oh, my so word. I, you know, Turkey really wasn't on my radar. But we found those flights. This was, what, a it year, was year October, and a half ago? It was And so it was during COVID. And it was yeah. one of the only places, like, that was open. open. That was open. And then we found a deal. Yeah, I think it was 500 It was so fun. Um, and it was... It was one of my favorite trips. Yeah, it, it was, was really fun. Turkey is an beautiful. incredible country. Yeah. So it's just a, a fun way. If you if traveling is on your radar and you want to do it, it's just a really fun way. And I feel like every once in a while you'll get lucky. Like I told you yeah. a couple places like Ireland, Scotland, Germany. Germany. Those are like a couple Switzerland. places. Switzerland yeah. that was like on my bucket list and you're able to find one of those. It just like happened, but it was the best thing ever. And the cool thing is, any flight you book out of the U.S., you can cancel for 24 hours and get your money back. As long as I think it's like it has to be at least a week out, a week away. Yes. If you book something for tomorrow, you can't cancel it. But so you get the deal, you book it, 
then you're like, okay, let me see if this works. Yeah. You know, and you can always cancel it and get a full refund I love within that. 24 hours. We've done that so many and times. And a lot of airlines yeah. you can even put on hold, right? Yes. You just yeah. can like, they'll let you hold it for 24 and I hours. Do that. Yeah, I've done that before. Just to make sure that you can find hotels or whatever it is that make sure you can leave that those dates. Yeah. So, so tra- I mean, traveling, like I love to, like we always went to Newport Beach every summer, like growing, you know, yeah. with you guys growing that. up. And that was so awesome. And it was never really... Like, I just had this misconception that it's so expensive to travel. We Everyone does. We talked about this in our last episode. I guess I should listen you to you. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Mom. Because <laughs> everyone always says, like, how do you guys travel when your husbands are in school? Or, like, how do you do this? There's mm-hmm. ways that you can do it for a lot cheaper than you think you can do it for. Well, that's the thing. I mean, think about um, taking your family to Disney World. That was what I was going to say. I mean, you can spend... to Disney World. Well, if you find a $200 flight to Paris and you get, you can get an Airbnb, like a decent one for 150 a night. Um, all of a sudden you can take your family of four to Paris for a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. That's what I always think of. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. So if it's important to you, yeah, you just find a way to it. make it work. I didn't really start traveling until, I mean, you guys were done with high school. Well, Kayla we were was probably, in high school. Yeah, I was going to say we were yeah. in high school. So 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. But um, more like, more, I feel like when me and you were in high school, I feel like is when yeah. you like started going like more out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it just, yeah, it just opens up your way of thinking, you know, totally. your perspectives. Yes. And I think it's so important to be exposed to different cultures and beliefs. And, you know, like, for instance, you you think about, like, Muslim countries, you know, and there's such a, I don't know, like a negative connotation almost, but just because of whatever, 9-11 yes. or whatever. But you go to Muslim countries like Turkey and Morocco so and Egypt. by going to Turkey. And they're just the most wonderful people That's and they so have cool. similar values you know to us they just their family is so important to them mm-hmm. um and they're just so kind and giving and I, I love that they just are so their faith is so strong and it's just it's so important I think to have those experiences and if you can share them with your kids and your family it's even like better even better yeah no I love that. I know we we really need to do like a full family international trip we do. Well, we tried to at Christmas. Remember, we tried to all go to Mexico, but oh, it just didn't yes. work out. Yeah, with the school and everything. Yep. Stupid school ruins I everything. Know. Just girl, let's just do girls trips. I agree. I agree. I'm fine with that. For the boys. Yeah. Plus Pierce. Plus Pierce. And Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Navy. When we were in the DR, Navy kept saying, "It's a girls trip." It's a girls trip. Navy loves and girls Pierce. trips. And yes. Pierce. And Pierce. And Pierce. Yes. He's a boy. <laughs> All right, we'll finish this off with asking this question, which I thought was really fun. What would you do if you were 25 for the day? I mean, when I was 25, I had two kids. What if you didn't? (laughs) What if you did not? Honestly, I'd probably just stand naked in front of a mirror and look at my (gasps) 25-year-old body. I love that. (laughs) And enjoy it. Soak it in. I don't know. I don't. Like, I feel like I don't have regrets. I feel like you're, like, 25 at heart. I do, too. Honestly, I feel like I am. Sometimes I say my age, like, when I go to the doctor's office, and I kind of choke on it. You're like, oh, Because I don't feel like I'm 52. No, you're the cool mom. Like, I feel like... 
You're 52 backwards. I'm 25. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thanks. Yes. You can give me my gift now. No, Sunday. No. We'll give it to you. Sing it. We should have gave it to her early so I could be here. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should have. Okay. Yeah, sorry about FaceTime it. FaceTime me. Yeah, we'll FaceTime you in. Yeah. You have it, so you need to give it to me. Hmm. But happy Mother's Day. Thanks for having coming on our podcast. Yes, Thanks, it was guys. so fun. Love you. We need, to do, we need to do an episode where it's like... It's like mom Shelly, mom Shelly unfiltered. Like give her like some spicy questions. Shoot. Like what? I don't know. That's spicy. I don't know. Something spicy. Something we could spicy. probably come up with some questions. I could dish. I feel like you could. could. So we'd have <laughs> you back on. Hilarious, yeah, everyone so. thinks you're the best. I am the best. You're all right. And I am hilarious. But <laughs> thanks for coming on. And yes. we'll see you guys next week on the Codependent, Codependent Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.